1: forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to your monthly bonus episode. We do this once a month. You get an ad-free episode where you just get the juicy facts from our guest. And our guest today is Anthony Asante, and we will dive right in. This is actually a repeat guest. He was here in the beginning days of Shameless Sex, probably within our first year. Uh, We recently saw him in New York and uh, had a conversation. We're like, let's come back on the show and talk about some new points for the fabulous work that you're doing. So here's the bio, and we will dive right in. Anthony Asante is a straight male escort providing warm, sensual, professional companionship to women and couples. He is skilled in multiple healing techniques, including sensual massage and bondage. To learn more, visit anthonyasante.com. And welcome to the show, Anthony. We're very happy to have you back.
2: Thank you for having me on, ladies. It's good to be back.
0: It was so lovely meeting you in New York. Uh, You had such a wonderful presence. Like you're just so calm and soothing and just such such a beautiful human. So we're happy to have you again, not in person, but on the air. So thanks for coming, Anthony.
1: So will you dive right in and just tell our listeners how you got into this line of work as a warm, central, professional companion to women and couples?
2: I'll try to make a long story short, but basically uh, I had worked in government and corporate for well over 20 years and got tired of it. And I went to decided I would go ahead and go to law school uh, in my second year of law school. I met a, a female um, lawyer at the top of her game. She was a partner at a law firm and uh, we hit it off very well. Um, and uh, we went out on a date. We were already connecting, um, and she popped the question. I thought she was going to ask me to uh, stay over the night, but instead she asked me to provide her with some warmth and some um, excitement and some um, intimate companionship. And uh, she also uh, introduced me to some of her friends that were in the same situation in their romantic lives uh, as she was. And so everything blossomed from there.
1: So what's the situation, though? Is it like there was things that were missing in their romantic lives? And I guess, um, and I'll hand this over to to April in, in a second, but I mean... Brings me to because I'm just curious what what was what was the missing link of what they were all looking for.
2: What I've been able to surmise is that they were women who were extremely intelligent and very beautiful and very successful, and and uh, a lot of men seem to uh, be intimidated uh, by those things. And uh, because of that, they weren't um, meeting very many uh, men. And the ones that they would meet, uh, (laughs) they did not care for uh, at all. And um, that was the issue with the vast majority.
0: I can imagine with these high powered executive well, the picture that that I, I feel like you 're painting these high powered women that probably don't have a lot of time or space for even meeting people, and then when they do meet people it's sort of scary that they 're so independent and uh that they're they're kind of craving this sensual touch and intimacy from someone. And I guess it's, it's, it's probably not available to them all the time. And I don't want to generalize because there's there's so many humans out there. I can say that from my own perspective, it is scary for a lot of men that I've met that are like, wow, you're, you're, you're all independent and you're on your own. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need anyone to do anything. So in that regard, I mean, I want to know if that's in your expert opinion, what do you feel women are really craving?
2: What I've gleaned is that women are looking for the same thing all people are looking for. Um, A connection, warmth, tenderness. They're looking to feel satiated. They're looking to feel whole and connected with another human being.
1: So are most of these folks that you're working with are they so you you spoke to the single high-powered woman which was interesting because we talked about this April and I went to Paris and we were with a friend and we were talking with our friend mm-hmm. who's very um, intelligent you know well off has it all together and she said her main issue in the dating world is men they they like the idea of her in the first like couple of dates they're into it and then eventually they're kind of like, eh, you, got, you have too much going on for me. You have your shit together. And, um, and so in, she finds that hard in the single world to meet people. But are most of the women that you're working with, are they in relationships? Are they, um, are they single or is it a mixture of both? I know you work with couples too, but you see more single folks or partnered
2: folks. I think it's probably about 55, 45, or maybe even it's, it's really close to half and half between um, uh, a married woman and uh, a single woman. Um, yeah, it's, it's somewhere about it half to 55% married women. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: and, and the ones that are married, are they mostly, do their partners know about it or is it more something that they're doing uh, on the side and the partners don't, aren't usually aware of, of it?
2: In the vast majority of cases, the husband uh, knows about it, uh, supports her in it. And um, most of the time, he is the one that makes the initial contact with me.
1: And that was one thing you mentioned to us. You said, and when I, when we saw you recently, you said that uh, sometimes men are hiring you to hit on their wives to make them feel wanted and desired, and this can actually happen sometimes where they ask you to go up to their wives in public and hit on them, and their wives might not even know that you're getting paid to do this. Can you explain more about this?
2: Most of the time, I'll we've already uh, planned out, you know, where we're we going to meet. It's usually at a bar, and uh, and the the husband and wife are just out on a date. And, uh, um, uh, and then he wants psyched to the, uh, hotel, uh, or the bar in the hotel. I'll let him know and he'll excuse himself. And, uh, then I'll go and uh, strike up a conversation, uh, with, the, uh, with the woman and we will, uh, just go from there. Then at some point, when she feels comfortable and ready, uh, we will take things behind closed doors.
0: I can only imagine <laughs> as just as we grow older all i mean in general it does sometimes feel like you become less and less significant and i can only speak for myself but as a woman sometimes my like, god i'm getting older and i don't feel sexy anymore i've got this change happening and that change happening and my partner hasn't told me i'm beautiful and like i don't even know how long and there's all of all of these things that start to sort of weigh on you and i can't imagine how alive and sort of uh affirmed these women feel. And especially I love that the that their partners are are actually paying for that. I mean, hopefully it still feels authentic to them. And it doesn't feel like it's, oh, you're paid to say that, but they do feel alive and in their power because sometimes it does like exchanging energy with another human, it lights you up. And it's so important yeah, for cool. us all to feel that way. And that's why it's important for folks out there listening. If you love your partner, tell them how beautiful they are. Tell them that they're gorgeous. Tell them that they still light up your world. Even if you've been together for 20 years, even if you've been together for 20 hours, just keep that flame burning and use your words. Use your energy too or pay Anthony <laughs> and have him come in and, and do the things.
1: The research, we're, we talk about Esther Perel probably. We want we secretly, I think, want to sleep with her, but
0: we're obsessed with
1: her. And Esther Perel does a lot of work for everyone that doesn't know, but esther perel's work she has ted talks she has an audible uh, show she wrote mating captivity she wrote a recent book called the state of affairs and she does a lot of work around affairs uh cheating uh, and when people step outside of the dynamic of their relationship now what anthony you're speaking to is it's actually within the relationship for for these folks where they are um the both parties are aware that they're creating this dynamic uh, with you bringing you in and there's some people that seek you out and their partners don't know. And what Esther Perel says in the main thing around, not the main thing, but one of the big factors, we used to think that affairs and cheating um, or seeking out uh, you know, extracurricular relationships and intimacy outside of your relationship was just about needs not being met. That used to be the biggest thing. Like you're not meeting my needs. And you're speaking to that, that that is a thing here. And what people are often looking for is aliveness. And, you know, we live in this day and age where we see all the things that we can have in mainstream media. I can have, you know, close intimacy. I can be told I'm beautiful and I can get this amazing touch and I see what's available and I'm not getting that here or I am getting that here and I'm totally like we, she, some of the stuff that Esther Prowl talks about, she says plenty of the people that are going outside of their relationship, their marriage or whatever it is. They're very happy. They love their partners. They're like they're like everything's great. I just miss feeling really alive, and I get that aliveness from newness. And so I love that what you're speaking to. You're kind of shining a light on one of the many ways that this can happen. Um, in the world of escorting. And yeah, I just, I just really appreciate what you're doing. And I can imagine, I, I imagine what you see is a lot of these women, maybe you can share a little more, like what are you seeing these women leaving with after your exchanges? Are they like glowing
0: and shining, ripping their partner's clothes off on the way out the door?
2: I've had situations where a client uh, just met me in a different city. She was traveling uh, on business. And, uh, she, her and her husband had talked about it and, uh, they wanted to share the experience, uh, easily. And she, she could not wait to, uh, tell him all about it once I left.
1: What I'm hearing is, and what I appreciate um, is that there's, there sounds like it's, there's a lot of respect that you're speaking to. You're also, it sounds like you're speaking to like supporting women uh, as opposed to being like kind of you know breaking them down or trying to be controlling you're almost like creating a spaciousness for them to um blossom and shine and be their fullest expression of themselves by uh kind of like maybe not taking a step back to still take a step forward in your in your masculinity but you're doing it in a way that is still uh, respectful and keep leaving spaciousness for them um, and i can say that for me in my interactions with men that um You men who totally take five steps back and just—it's all about about me being in the lead. You know that that can have some missing pieces. While it can be nice temporarily to feel feel feels good, um, I still want them to step forward too. But men who take five steps forward and don't leave a lot of room for me, uh, there's something missing there as well. So it sounds like what you're really doing is um, empowering uh, women through with your masculinity.
2: Yes, Uh, look at it this way. Suppose you and I were together and you were an accountant. You were a CPA, very accomplished in everything. I can barely add two plus two. It would only make sense for us to talk about financial matters, especially when it comes to taxes, and allow you to uh, do what you do. In order to make sure that we are compliant with the federal regulations and that we're able to take as many deductions and save as much money as possible to so the flexibility, being able to see the strengths, uh, uh, in the woman and let her do what she, do what she does and, uh, uh and lead when appropriate. Keeps
1: you in your career. I know we, what we say too. Like when we, our whole job here is to help people decrease shame. But if no one had shame on sexuality, we'd be out of a job too. I wouldn't have any coach, any clients to do yeah, sex yeah. relationship coaching. We wouldn't have this podcast. And um, and in all of it is you know everything uh, shame and all these things. They're, they're teachers, right? And it sounds like what the way you're showing up for people. You're you're not only helping them to um, maybe have healing experiences, but also to have aliveness and to get have needs to that are, are not being met to get met. Um, and also, you're teaching them things. You're, it sounds like you're also a teacher. So uh, we really, really appreciate that. Um, and I love learning about the world of you know escorting or sex work or all those things and what's happening in there. April and our huge supporters of it and especially... In this day and age when people are busy or if you are in a partnership um, or if you're, yeah, you just don't want any strings attached, but you want to have a fulfilling, deep connection with someone, like, it's okay to pay for it. It's totally okay to pay for it. And the thing that you're paying for is no strings attached and with someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. They're professionals. Um, and so there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think if, if you you, everyone gets their own opinion, but our opinion is that there is nothing wrong with that. Can you tell our listeners, we said your website in the beginning, but how they can work with you. What's the protocol? They go to anthonyasanti.com. How do they learn more about you and work with you?
2: Uh, Sure. Um, They can go to my website. Um, I recommend reading the homepage. Uh, A few other pages, you may want to read a couple of my uh, articles. I would definitely recommend reading uh, one of my Bonassage uh, articles or pages. Um, look at the donation page. If you have questions, you can contact me on the contact page. If you know you want to book me, uh, just go ahead and uh, go to the booking page and uh, I will get all of the pertinent information and give you a call uh, or send you an email in under 12 hours in most cases. It, it, if I'm with a client, for an extended period of time, it'll probably be 24 hours. But at the longest, at the most, it would be 24 hours before you hear back from me. But that's pretty much how one can uh, contact me. And, of course, I'm on the relevant social media if you want to see some of the things that I uh, uh, tweet about or discuss. You can always find me on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a few other places,
1: Facebook. And again, everyone, that's Anthony Asante. Uh, You get anthonyasante.com. He's on the East Coast, but I know that you get flown out places so people can fly you other places should they want to spend some precious time with you. Uh, Thank you so much, Anthony, for joining us and teaching us more about all the ins and outs of your wonderful work and all of the um, the needs, the voids, the loverships that you are fulfilling. We really appreciate it.
2: Okay. Loverships. Oh, okay. I love that word. I, 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 I'm hearing it just for the first time, but I love it. Loverships. Well, now you can use Thank that one. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I certainly will. Thank you so
0: much. Well, we'll see you again. Thank you to all of our listeners who tune in, not only on Tuesdays, but sometimes for our bonus ad-free episode. Thank you for becoming part of the Shameless Sex Revolution. We love you, Anthony Asante, and we love you, all of our listeners. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now.